Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. My name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher, and like the song says, let's get it started. That's exactly what we do on this show. We we actually try to teach you interesting ways to save you interest. I know I kind of joke around that mortgages may be boring talk to sit here on talk radio, but everybody has a mortgage, and let's be honest, there's a lot of things happening this show. We got a lot of calls in for a reason, and that's what we'll do on today's program. Talk about what's trending and what's going on as we start to open up, get back to regular life. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of struggling a little bit. And what I mean by that is my calendar. You know, when you're a busy person, business for self, I'm filling in, you know, work and clients are calling in for appointments. But then my kids, like I've mentioned, uh, I live out in Dorchester and my kids are involved with, with sports and hockey and baseball so holy moly all of a sudden vacation we got to start booking when was that i'd say back in about march or april i remember the stuff going around that all cottages were 95 percent rented out i remember trying to look for a airbnb or plan our summer vacation and i was getting a little bit nervous thinking that we weren't going to have one um and all of a sudden i started trying to grab this cottage and grab that cottage kind of desperate measures back then and then here we are in the month of july and wow we're opening up sports is opening up got to book this schedule is hockey gonna open up got to start planning ahead for that already and cottage and all of a sudden now my calendar is crazy and to be honest with you it feels a little bit overwhelming so perhaps yeah i was just getting used to not booking a whole lot and life being a little bit slow not saying i like it i kind of want to get back used to normal so Maybe that's you and that's what's going on, but here's what we're going to talk about trending, and this is vacation, cottage ownership. Holy moly, maybe you're getting out to that cottage, putting your feet up, looking around the lake, and wow, what's it take for our family to own this? Or Because you're paying so much rent, I I was up at a cottage, and wow, the one next door was renting out for $15,000 a week. People are paying that kind of very nice cottage, don't get me wrong, but wow, these are the type of business plans that are out there imagine living in one area for example you know we've got the west coast we could call it in ontario here southwestern ontario go out towards you know bayfield grand bend um wash get the west coast sunset if you head out that way we've got lots of properties popping up in cottages and they've gone way up and then of course we go the other way and we head out towards you know port stanley lake erie uh, Port Burwell and Port Turkey Point and out that way, okay? So Long Point, whatever it may be. May not get the sunset, maybe a little off to the right, but those are the two lakes that are within, you know, 45-minute drive. Of course, we have down, you know, Highway 3 down towards um, Sarnia Way, of course, that way too. So these are the local places, or a lot of us head up the old 400 Highway and grab one of those up north Muskoka-type cottages. Either way, a lot of us right now, are looking at our calendar head and planning that vacation, then starting to look at the pocketbook and go, whoa, how much are these people bringing in? It's like 400 a night, 500 a night, $2,000 a night to stay at some cottages. So have you thought about if you could make that work for you? I mean, let's look at it, Londoners. Look at our house. We Let's say we bought a house five, 10 years ago for 300. What's it worth today? Say you bought one for, you know, 560 and you you paid it down to 400. What is it worth today? Is it worth 850? It depends. This is the thing that I see trending the most. What are you going to do with your new found equity? Well, here's what's been going on in the program a lot lately. People calling in, 
using the equity of their home, purchasing this type of cottage, and creating a business plan with a tax deduction. Because let's be honest, the future is going to be talking about, you know, trying to save on taxes because we're likely going to have to pay more. So what type of setup do you want to have? Where, where are you going to see your retirement plan head? And this is what I like to see the creative thinking with a lot of people, you know, have your, your property work for you. I'm seeing a lot of things, kind of how we use our services. And my mom and I were even talking as she's getting older and she realizes she doesn't care to own a lot. She uses a lot of stuff. So it made me think, well, that kind of lines up. Like this is a weird world these days. The number one accommodation provider in the world doesn't even own a building. That's right. Hotels, Airbnb, I should say. Airbnb does not own a single piece of property, but yet has the biggest accommodation, the biggest cab provider or taxi provider or, you know, to to help us drive is Uber. And now they don't even own a single car. This is what's trending, folks. So maybe the hotel business isn't going to be as busy and maybe the Airbnb is here to stay. So if that's the case... Maybe you, you know, went up to that cottage this summer, you've got it booked and you're thinking about buying that cottage. And and I'm 45. I've said this before that, you know, it's a little bit different than it was back in the day because I remember anyone that had a cottage, that was a pure expense. You were dishing out, you know, 1200, 2000 a month to fully pay for that cottage payment. So if you're making that kind of money, that's who owned the cottage. Now what I'm seeing is maybe you can't, you know, maybe the expenses for the year of the cottage are, you know, $24,000, $28,000. But maybe you can rent it out a few times to bring in $20,000 a year. Now, you're only losing $8,000 a year on the cottage, so it's not too much. Not to mention, in Canada, if you borrow to invest and you prove you invested that, you can write off the interest. So now, if you purchase it to, if you borrow money from your place to use as the rental, you can write off the rental mortgage. So now your cottage is an income property and therefore it is becoming a tax deduction. That's how we can kind of enjoy the best of both worlds. Instead of the cottage being a pure expense, now you are getting a lot of pluses with it. Not to mention you have a cottage at a younger age. So instead of only being able to afford it when your kids are, you know, 20 and 25 years old, maybe you can start to enjoy some time with them when they're 10 and 15 years old. So these are the type of things that we see trending a lot here at Mortgage Teacher. As far as, you know, creating the cottage and tax deduction. Sorry, I had to take a drink of water. Talking too much there. But this is what I want to talk about the show because I've talked about it on the, the ads before and there's a lot of calls lately with people, you know, entertaining looking at the cottage. Of course, the problem is the price of the cottages. Um, you know, you can't really find the, the small little cottage beat up ones for 200 and 300,000. These suckers, they understand the land and they know they're going for, you know, 800 to a million depends what you're looking to do. So what I see some families doing is even partnering up. Maybe it's two families going in on it together. I've seen three families going on on it together. Now, some have proven that that's kind of a nightmare at times, but hey, if you're good with your numbers and it's pretty straightforward, that might be an entertaining idea for you. So if you're just jumping on the show and wondering what the heck I'm talking about, my name is Michael Mullis, president of Mortgage Teacher. And please look us up. Do the old Google. Google up Mortgage Teacher and, and read the reviews yourself. Look how many people we're helping here in the local and surrounding area. 
We've been doing it for over 20 years and it doesn't matter what bank you deal with. Stay with that bank. We've talked about this many, many times. This is just for your mortgage folks. So we're going to head off to a news break. Again, if you want to give us a shout, you can 226-289-2991. And right after this news break, we'll be right back. And that's what we want to continue to talk about is cottages. What are your plans? Have plans changed? Has the Airbnb landscape changed how we purchase this cottage? Can we get it earlier? Can we create a tax deduction? And that's what we'll talk about once we come back after this break. All right. Well, welcome back. And here we go again. That is a classic song, by the way. So in case you're just tuning in now, thank you very, very much for tuning in. My name is Michael Mullis, president of a company called Mortgage Teacher. And that's as simple as it gets, folks. That's what we do. We teach you the difference of all the mortgages, strategies as such. Now, before the break, and I kind of rambled on a little bit and talked a little bit too fast, but let's, uh, let's back up a little bit and go over that. And what we're talking about is how cottaging and how things are changing. Are you getting out on a vacation? We, we talked about it with life getting back to normal and starting to get out there. Or maybe you tried to book a vacation going into this crazy COVID time. And wow, as you can see, it sells out quick. And, and people are making some pretty heavy money per rent. It seems like we're paying a lot to live in a cottage uh, versus, you know, a $100 hotel room night. We might pay you up to $500 a night to stay at a cottage with, you know, friends and family and as such. And now, perhaps you're the one that could buy that cottage and create an investment property. And here's where some opportunities lie. Uh, you know, London and surrounding area, we've got Airbnbs popping up in, in different areas, unique little getaways. You don't have to be on the water to create a good time. And then you can advertise that good time through, you know, social media and video platforms even the, to show off your place. So, I've even seen a really nice, unique, you know, uh, small little Airbnb, maybe near some microbreweries in a small town that, you know, you get to stay at the place, get on a bicycle and hit some microbreweries. And, you know, here we are in a small town, didn't think it would be a good Airbnb, but boom, this thing is selling out. Okay. Now, if you didn't know this, I'll go back in time even more. Okay. To the tax deduction. Here's where the, the big gold nugget is, is if you borrow to invest and you can prove that you're investing that which is you know quite simple if you take a hundred thousand dollars out of your house and you know go go spend it you know on a hot tub and things it's hard to prove with the paperwork that you invested that now that can be renovations of course into a house and invest it that way but here's this one okay let's say you bought a house for about five hundred thousand dollars five to ten years ago now that place is worth eight hundred thousand dollars and you only owe three hundred Okay, this is called equity. We have a lot of equity in our homes in the London and surrounding area. I know if you're listening to this show, you likely have a couple hundred thousand, if not more, equity in your home. That is money in the bank the way I was raised. Okay, so I was always raised, put your money in your bank, Michael, save your money, save your money, save your money. Well, what I did is I kept paying my mortgage off quick. So now, say my house is worth 800000 I might have $600,000 in the bank in my mortgage or in my equity. Okay, so if I have money sitting there, I was also raised with don't just let your money do nothing, Michael. Have your money work for you. So how can we use this debt equity? It's just sitting there doing nothing. Yes, yes, yes. I know. Get mortgage free. Pay it off. True. But what if it's tax deductible? What if you're actually getting a tax credit? 
for using this. And here's the strategy, okay? What if you took $200,000 out of equity of your home, if qualifying, of course, and you use that as the down payment of a cottage? Now that's the down payment. Then you get a mortgage on the cottage. Of course, all the numbers have to work. But now the cottage, the 200000 you borrowed from your house, is fully tax deductible. You borrow that to invest into the cottage. Now, with that being said, this cottage, are you going to rent it out? Yeah, we're going to rent it out this week, that week, this month, this time. And we've never had a little bit of a renter in the winter. Great. So now you validate your cash flow. But on top of that, you borrowed the 200000 from your place to invest. Now you got a $200,000 or all the interest is being tax deductible. Say you take a mortgage, that's going to be tax deductible. So some of the numbers I see, that could give you about $24,000, $30,000 a year in tax deductions to write off the interest. Then you've got a place to be able to rent out. So maybe that's your future on, you know, residual income. Okay, making money for, you know, not having to be there. Hey, it still worked. Don't get me wrong. Going up and setting the place up. It's going to be a lot of work because some of these Airbnbs I go into. Wow, beautiful. Like they have to set it up every time, right? Little gifts, little notes, things like that. So now you've got the, the cottage. The difference compared to the old day is, and we mentioned it before the break. When you bought the cottage, yes, extremely wealthy. You had to be able to afford your own house and you had to be able to afford the full cash flow of the cottage. So you probably lost about, you know, probably had to pay $24,000 a year to keep that cottage up and running. So I often had friends that when they were getting, their parents were getting cottages, we were about 20 years older. So we were older where they could afford it. Now what I'm seeing is we, not as many people got to enjoy the cottage as kids with their parents. So now what I'm seeing is people are getting the cottages earlier in their careers. So their kids can be maybe five and 10 and 12 and, and enjoy that cottage as younger kids. They rent it out often because let's face it, now sports are opening up, like I mentioned. So you may not seemed busy. You may not have seemed busy just a few months ago, but also now our calendar is filling up and I look and I'm like, gosh, I can't even use the cottage much anyway because my kids have so much sports. Therefore, you start renting it out. You claim the income. Now you get to write off the interest and voila, you have a cottage at an earlier age. The cash flow, you might even be earning some income from it. The expenses you all use to get into this place, you just move money from one place to the other and create a tax deduction to write off against your interest. Because if we're at this younger age and you know we're making a, a hundred grand or whatever it may be, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year, hey, Trudeau's gonna want his cut and these cuts are gonna get bigger. So we have to create these tax deductions a little bit earlier in our career. And, you know, kind of secure our family, our family wealth, our, our family traditions, our, you know, our future. This is how we can use cottages in the area. And not even just a cottage, folks. I mean, this is the topic of today's show because we're all able to get out. And a lot of people are getting on vacation because we've been locked up. But still, like I mentioned earlier, maybe it's a, a small Airbnb created. It's not a cottage. It's just in a unique little area, like Old East Village for some reason. And it's a, a unique Airbnb that you can bicycle to the microbreweries in the area. So, you know, find kind of a niche area, uh, create your own plan and create your own residual income down the road by using the equity in your home. Again, these are the type of things that we teach here at Mortgage Teacher. It's not, oh, we have this interest rate. Yeah, we try to get you the lower rate, the best program, blah, blah, blah. But no offense, folks, we're way, way, way bigger than that. 
We deal with every banking institution anyway, and this is what we're doing. Like I said, look up uh, Mortgage Teacher, Google it, and read the reviews for yourself. It's exactly what we're here to do, folks. So today's program was a pretty in-depth one on cottages and how your tax deduction could work. If this interests you, you at all, please give us a shout. Look up Mortgage Teacher. You can always give us a shout at 226-289-2991. And if you're out there listening and yes, you know, you feel you have five, $600,000 in equity in your home and, and it's sitting there debt equity, what can you do to get it working for you? Now, I understand you go out there to buy a cottage and it's a, whoa, maybe you don't qualify. So maybe it's a bit of a family plan. Maybe it's co-signing with a, a brother or sister to get that cottage that the cousins can see each other. Maybe it's that best friend you grew up with. You want to get split the cottage so you guys can run into each other and your kids can meet, you know, once a year. But these are the types of memories we have to start creating. And we have to think ahead of the curve. And that's exactly what mortgage teacher is about. Remember, folks, it's not all about getting you a mortgage. That's the easy part. There's about, what, 300 agents or advisors here in the city of London and surrounding area trying to get you a mortgage. No, 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 no. Here at Mortgage Teacher, we're trying to get rid of that mortgage. What's the quickest you can pay it down? What's the best way to save the money? How can you create this tax deduction? Learn this and more at MortgageTeacher.com. I'm Michael Mullis signing off. Have yourselves a fantastic weekend and hope to see you on the Gulf Links. Cheers, all.